Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask does not Make sure you adjust your own mask before helping others. Sorry, y'all. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian Adams. On today's episode, we're being gagged. Mm -hmm. we've been gagged out right now we are oh let me stop we are talking about kinks you know i if i really did have like uh a balling gag or whatever the thing is really called um i would try to do an episode with one i've never used it but i do like, what, oh, you, you do have one? Yeah, I've never used it, but Why I have haven't you, What do you mean you haven't used it? I haven't had the opportunity, but I'll make an opportunity eventually. Yes, yes you better. <laughs> See, look, growth, y'all. That's how you do it. You make your own opportunities out here in this life. Don't don't be out here waiting for things to come to you. You make it happen. Manifest, motherfuckers. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. We're not going into that. Anyways, as you can hear, I have Lucas on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. You? I'm I'm gagged, bitch. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, as we know, I don't own a gag, so I need to do better with my life. Um, speaking of which, I, you know, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast yet. Actually, I think I did. So it, I, I've, I've been a part of a role play scenario. It was great, but. If you haven't listened to the episode, just go back and listen to it. If I am I going to bring it back up today, maybe because it was really a fun experience, and one of the things we will be talking about is role play. But before we even get into that, we are going to just talk about BDSM on a broad spectrum, then you know, go into the juicy details of Lucas's results because. <laughs> This man's a rope bunny, y'all. Anyways, <laughs> so Lucas, what what is your experience with BDSM? Have you partaken in any of those activities in the past? Are you currently participating in anything within the scene? Are you comfortable with BDSM? Were you uncomfortable with it? Where are you with it? Um. So, unfortunately, I've never really. I, I kind of indulged in, but, but not with any equipment. Mm. Basically, just uh, like a firm hand on my throat or, or whatever. Mm. Basic stuff like that. Yes, choke me, bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I'm here for it. Like, uh, I've choked someone before, I've been choked before pulled hair had my hair pulled slapped some ass had my ass slapped um had a good little spanking before you know i've done some of the things i've done a lot of the things over the years but i i love this space 
of BDSM because there's so many things that you can learn and so many different ways to express your sexuality or even things that you can invent along the way that makes me appreciate it even more. So what are some of the things that you've been for yourself been fantasizing about when it comes to BDSM? Oh, um, there'd be a shorter list to, to list the stuff that I'm not interested in. Oh, that works. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, I'd go as far as being blindfolded, gagged, and tied up for an experience. <laughs> you said that's how, as far as you would go? Uh, well, I mean, if if it was requested, I'd probably go further. <laughs> oh. come on give us the tea you just like <laughs> like fill the fucking cups you got people over here listening to the podcast like okay is is lucas a hoe or not nah? like how horish can you be like give us the bdsm give us the spanking give me the spit in my motherfucking mouth you bastard give us the energy okay granted i'm not one of those people you better not spit in my motherfucking mouth we're gonna have a problem because i don't like spit like that but you know for those who do it do you and love it this this cup of tea is oogling by the way you say is googling oogling oh <laughs> it's, it's a type of tea but with the long sort of sound it's appropriate i forgot that you are a tea head not not the the meth tea okay let's let's be <laughs> we meth gotta be clear tea. because like <laughs> i didn't even know meth was called tea you didn't know that <laughs> sir yes if you go on these apps and you see somebody with a random ass capital t and it's not at the beginning of the sentence well you know, sometimes in the middle of the sentence, it doesn't mean that either. It depends. If the, if it's, they talk about ice, they talk about like like blocks of ice or anything, the little frozen face, all the damn emojis and shit. It's it's more than likely they do uh, crystal meth. Like if like so, not judging them, like do y'all? I love it for you. If you love it for yourself, just be happy. But yeah, but did like did ice tea used to rap about meth? <laughs> it would be interesting if he did but no he stuck he stuck to weed <laughs> but look if a rapper comes out these days with ice capital t then you know it might be <laughs> but yeah that's he's a tea head everybody he loves like herbal teas um black tea isn't that the one that you said is your favorite or something like that yeah, black tea is usually my favorite. Because black is everybody's favorite. <laughs> 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 I had to do it. Had to do it. But anyways, we were talking about BDSM. So give us the info. Um, what do you mean by the info? Oh, like <laughs> what? What? What are you, what? What is? What are your fantasies, sir? Oh, okay. Um, I hate being tickled. That's one no, <laughs> because I'm extremely ticklish. So, <laughs> like, if you even think about tickling me, I'm probably gonna start laughing. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> Everyone, um, think about tickling Lucas when you hear this episode. Like, just think he might just be somewhere and just starts giggling, and people just like, okay, is this motherfucker okay? <laughs> oh, I hope that happens. <laughs> Do we call a code? Should we call a motherfucking code on this motherfucker? <laughs> Like, girl, what's going on? He just start laughing. The fuck is wrong with this man? <laughs> oh, I can hear the drama today. Mm, mm. Oh, it sounds so fun. <laughs> so no tickling. What's up? What else? Um, I'm. I would be interested in light whipping. Mm. Um, maybe. Um, I don't know. Like, I've got the, the cups I have kind of, mm. like, hold my ankles and wrists together. Mm. And, like, yeah, so that'd be a very vulnerable position. I'm pretty sure I could use them multiple ways, too. Yes, okay, bondage. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, like, I could, I, I don't know, there's just so many different options. But then there's, uh, I've got, like, a blindfold and the... Um, I don't know. I've just got several. 
<laughs> I've got so, underwear that have like a hole in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what I'm gathering is that you like you want to be spanked and tied the fuck up. Used. <laughs> oh, you said used. Oh, excuse me. You said used. He said slut me the fuck out. And I want that to be a capital S, a capital L, a capital F. Fuck you in a capital T. Yes. Yeah. No, the U is lowercase, but all the others are capital. Wait, why is the U lowercase? Because oh, it's the one I picked. <laughs> 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 All right, with your results, because, you know, Rope Bunny is definitely, like, it, it has 100% on there. Uh, and you also have the Grady at 100% too. So um, let's talk about that. So you definitely <laughs> want to be tied up, but you want someone to, like, cuss you out or degrade you. What kind of yes. degradation are we talking about? Um that's a good question like being called called names mostly i guess mm. now you know i'm gonna have to ask what kind of name? <laughs> um i'm open to tag okay okay <laughs> I-, I had a feeling that was going to be up there <laughs> um and then um bitch mm. that's a good one um but always a good one I- I- yeah i haven't i haven't thought about like there's not like a required term to use. Just something that I don't know. Is giving makes me feel disrespected. Yeah, it but also kinda has like a feminine twist to it. Mm. <laughs> so more more of a emasculation kind of degradation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, I rocks with it. I rocks with it. So um that does that does not mean whenever this episode comes out, y'all come under my damn comments saying all kinds of shit because I'm gonna take that shit personal. Um <laughs> you better find Lucas <laughs> say wherever the fuck you want because look, this motherfucker hit squats the fuck I'm joking. I'm not I'm not violent, y'all. Anymore. Let's let's plug my YouTube channel that <laughs> may or may not be running at this point in time. <laughs> Chewy <Fine>. crap. <laughs> you got a plug. <laughs> Look, find him and just be like, oh, I heard you on the Holiloquy podcast, you stupid bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> like, just imagine, I'm just minding my own business. Oh, you got comments under your post on, on YouTube. You stupid bitch, you fag. Oh my God. Who, who the fuck are you? You're trying to get reported. And all the while, they're just a fan of the show, just like, oh, I love your show. <laughs> What? Have you called me oh. this motherfucker? Look, I score low on the degradation, fam. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if that comes up and I have to explain it on a video. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you know the, the sad thing about it is that the social media platforms these days won't even allow that to happen for real, for real. That's true. So it's like I'm like, if okay. This is going to be weird, and there's nuance in this statement. Would that be allowed? Like, should that be allowed? So far as it being consensual, or does the individual themselves have to create their own platform, like a Patreon or whatever the case is, so that these people who want to utilize that language go to that to do it? Because I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's better to be. It's probably better that it wouldn't be allowed because it can be tr- extremely triggering for some people. Mm, I agree. I agree because, like, that's like my mind was like, okay, if they do allow for consensual degradation on, you know, platforms like, okay, Twitter's just in the damn toilet. Honestly, I don't know where it's going to be when this episode airs. Hopefully, it's non-existent. But I, I don't <laughs> even use it anymore. <laughs> I barely. Um I feel as though like if it were to just like have that consensual nature to it, it's just gonna give a lot of people more of a right to be as hateful as they want. Um yeah. and not towards those people who really want them to come to their platform to provide them with that kind of, you know, responses, that degradation. So 
Yeah, I get that. Um, a couple of the people at work told me that I could refer to them as the N-word. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Thank you for taking that stance. And I need to find out who the fuck these niggas are. Because like, <laughs> how dare they? Like, look, I know you are cool, Lucas, because look, you really wouldn't be on this pro- uh, podcast if you were. Uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, and, uh, like, y'all don't know, Lucas and I, we, we go back for like a year. Um, and close to it. We started talking in April. <laughs> yeah, like close to a year. And, you know, just chatting and, you know, talking about race issues and stuff like that. So I, I already knew he's not going to say that. But these other people, because he does work with a lot of black people, <laughs> so <laughs> I think they trying to get him set up. <laughs> <laughs> Do not fall for that trap. I didn't even think about that. I didn't Do even think not. about it like that. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. I think they trying to get him set up. <laughs> Do not fall for that trap. I didn't even think about that. I didn't Do even think about not. it like that. Do not fall for that trap because look, say it around the wrong person on the wrong day, and they just had issues with that baby daddy and or baby mama and or their parent. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> right. And they, look, I get a phone call, Vernon. This is what happened. And I'm just gonna be like, bitch, you just got your ass beat. <laughs> I didn't say you could say it. <laughs> Be like, what did your white ass say? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-mm, mm-mm. y'all, y'all gotta mm-mm. listen, listen to, um, dear white people. <laughs> <laughs> if your friend tells you you have that permission, look, do that around that friend. Just don't think that's a universal. <laughs> it's not universal, fam. There was a. A comedian who said that you have to get the N-word card from every Black person you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, you, you, you gotta, you gotta you just be like, okay, so how much work do I have to do? How much do I have to pay to use this word? That would be amazing. Though. That's how we get our reparations back. <laughs> you know, there's a, a, a fee associated with every time you use the N-word. And oh my gosh, I just know so many billionaires will be funding so much, so many money, so much money to these um, poor white people to have the woke all, swear jar, right? Just be like <laughs> all the all the times that they say it on Twitter, you just continue to build up revenue. Like, oh yes, continue to use that. Be on my platform. Call me the N word. As long as oh, that money only straight to even me. If, <laughs> even if Twitter's the only source for that. You still be rolling in the dough. Look, oh my God. People just like, look, I, I was uh, on Twitter for one day and got called the N-word one million times. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I made a million dollars in a day. Thank you. <laughs> Thinking I want to be a billionaire is realistic now. <laughs> exactly. Like, what can I say tomorrow to make these white people upset? <laughs> Degrade me, motherfucker. Degrade me and give me my motherfucking reparations. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. And all that fits within what? BDSM. Look at that. Look how we made this full circle. (laughs) Somehow. This is 
new episode, so we're starting at 360 again. We're back at 360. <laughs> look at that. Look at look at God. What what you doing? Oh my god. Let me not start shouting in this damn chair. I'm too much of a heathen. Speaking of which, <clears throat> I didn't do it today, but I probably might do it after uh I'm done with all the recordings today or probably on like a little break between recordings, but I'm really thinking about every Sunday going on TikTok and having a sermon about foolishness. <laughs> just just for the hell of it. Because sometimes people just need some God in their lives. <laughs> and you know, I was on a journey the other day. And on this journey, I saw a man. It was a black man. He looked down and mighty low. And he had dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking, as you were saying that, I'm like, you're giving up Medea vibes right now. He's giving what yeah, kind still, of vibes? You're giving up Medea vibes. Medea could never. Still true. Still true. <laughs> Medea could never. Tyler Perry could never. I'm joking. That's, I love A former stripper is totally do. interested in dick. I just know Medea dressed up as Tyler Perry one day and got some dick. That's all I know. (laughs) Is that where what I know? I know Tyler Perry doesn't play him, but isn't that what Mr. Brown is mixed between Tyler Perry and Medea? (laughs) Mr. Brown is a whole nother spirit. (laughs) Mr. Brown came was just like, hold up. Oh, I guess he's far more. Kind. <laughs> oh, definitely. This, this Brown is there just be like, you know, I don't know myself, but I love myself. <laughs> and that's okay. It, it is, Mr. Brown. It is. Just go ahead. Just, just take a nap somewhere. That's all. That's all you need to do. You got a lot going on, fam. You got a baby mama who wants to kill you on a regular basis. You didn't know that your own daughter was your daughter for all these damn years, and now you're <laughs> out. Now you're starting a whole ass hotel chain with this woman who, in this hotel chain, I guess failed, and then your daddy died, and then she got to meet the rest of your family, and then you talking about this is your granddaddy, and all this other shit going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> The man needs therapy. <laughs> okay, anyway. That's so true. <laughs> you know, I think for a class, I might sit down and actually, like, do a psychoanalysis on all of the characters in, um, in like, uh, Tyler Perry's play. Actually, I did that for an assignment, um, looking at, uh, what's that? Um, the Big Happy Family, um, the play. Yeah. Cool child. I went in on that family in a good way. And like how they, how therapy can be useful for them and um, what's going on with this person compared to that person, the mental health that uh, this individual is dealing with, the childhood sexual dra- uh, trauma that this person is going through. Speaking of which, why is all, every single play, someone has sexual trauma? <clears throat> Now, play or movie. Play or movie, yes. <laughs> Not to say, because it is very common, like sexual trauma, most definitely childhood sexual trauma amongst all people is very, very prominent. It's just underreported like hell. But can we just get something without having to deal with sexual trauma that's not going to be resolved by the end of this damn movie because we're just going to sweep it under the rug like this, this person is not going through some shit. We're just going to sing a song and just like, thank you, Jesus, and it's all good. No, this person still needs therapy. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, yeah bring, bring Dr. Phil back. <laughs> oh, God, please don't. Oh, my God. You will be worse off. You will have to pray, give me worse, Lord, and still get better. Oh, my God. Better, doctor, better than Dr. Oz. <laughs> oh, yeah, everything's better than that, man. You're right. I, that's fair. That is definitely fair. That is definitely fair. You, Well, you know, he does, you know, he love him some fake medicine, so I guess he probably will hire Dr. Phil. <laughs> Don't they both kind of like fake medicine? Just Dr. Oz more so? <laughs> yeah, well, I would say Dr. Oz, he at least has a medical, uh, uh, an MD on his name. Dr. Phil, I think 
does he? I don't think he has a side or anything. I feel like his doctors are all honorary, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like my one of my old teachers who was a psychiatrist. I feel like she said something along those lines too. Yeah. So I guess Doctor Phil is actually the worst one. At least um, with Oz, um, I think they still had to do uh, uh, like at least a, a couple weeks of their residency in um, um, psychiatry when he was in med school. So he might be able to help a lot more. But yeah, Dr. Phil, fuck him. Um, <laughs> back to the topic of BDSM. Sorry, y'all. I do apologize. I don't know where we were for the past five minutes. But we actually was closer to 10. But we were like completely off this damn topic. Um, bondage. So <laughs> you're into role play. You are considered a rope bunny. And you are a submissive. So, and you already mentioned that you are comfortable with being, you know, restrained, like you have, you said you have some cuffs. Yes. So, what is it about bondage that excites you? The vulnerability Mm -hmm. and, um, I don't know, being with someone I trust, but not having control, Mm. I think a big part of it. Mm, so so essentially um you you, (laughs) (laughs) you, you, you like the idea that regardless of what happens um to you you know that they're going to fully respect you and appreciate you and have care for you and you're willing and ready to relinquish that control, essentially. Yes, yes. Mm, a good real. way to put it. That's real. <laughs> so my question to the listeners, who out there is able to relinquish control like that? Uh, for me, it depends on the person. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, um, there's a high level of switch in me, um, but within that switch, the dominant side is the thing that is a lot more prevalent. Um, can I be submissive to a person? Of course I can. Um, do I need somebody to prove themselves um, to be a little bit more dom for me to submit to them? Sometimes, but a lot of the time it does depend on that trust. And if I do not fully um, trust a person. That switch is always going to be right, right there. Um, and even, I would say fully trust, because uh, there have been people that I do I did have trust for, but um, some some things uh, I would just be in like a yellow area, and I'm just like, mm, we're gonna have to slow this down or try something else, um, like uh, at a later date when you know. I'm I'm feeling a bit more flexible or comfortable with doing something like that, but yeah, it's either yellow or um, it's a high level of yellow. Uh, whenever it does come to me giving someone else control, um, but for you, you feel as though that you can just give that person the full green light. I'm pretty sure it would be in stages, but yeah, more or less. Well, I, I like that. That's 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 amazing. Um, now you have seventy one percent experimentalist. What are you looking to experiment with? Um, anything. <laughs> so if you say anything, I I, I could go down the damn roster of all the things that people do. <laughs> anything not involving feces. <laughs> you said anything that's not involving feces or pee. Feces. I'm fine with feces. Oh, okay. So you're into some water sports. Is that um... more more open than into? But yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> fair. Fair. So if within engaging that space of water sports of your openness, what is it that you are, you know, uh, interested in trying? Is it the um, being pissed on um being or pissing on someone else or is it you know i've seen some people look twitter has all of y'all 
if you have not seen this on uh, in your Twitter porn sections, then you're not Twitter porning the way that you need Twitter porn. That's all I'm saying. Um, you <laughs> like you like piss players out there, uh, and also scat play. But I've seen people who've um, been you know penetrated by somebody and filled with piss, and then they piss out the art. I guess some in some cases shit out the piss that um the other person put into their body. Is that something that you might be into? A, a piss enema? Sure. Yeah, a piss enema. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Like even today, I saw this video of um this guy. Um they were and this is actually somebody who's going to be at this um, uh, a cabin trip I planned on going to. Um, but they were um, <clears throat> engaging, you know, having sex with somebody. And they were um, doing water sports. And the sub um, that he was engaged with was like had his mouth all the way open, just gargling piss. And I was like, I could not. Like I, more power to that person, but for me, no. Where is your, what is your stance on it? I would I would try it. You would. <laughs> Interesting. You better gargle, gargle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would learn real quick if I liked it or not. But True. I would try it. <laughs> True. Like I I I wonder like what is the build up to those moments when people play uh, do water sports do they um uh, because i think of you know like the body waste functions and everything there is a good bit of waste that you do let out in your urine so are these people like drinking a lot of water on a, like just to like build that up to cleanse out their body so that they don't have to worry about any of the waste um that they're trying to excrete going into this other person so it's more like they're pissing water or do they just piss you know this is my morning pissing you're going to get it today like i i'm curious about where like how people prepare for something like that um if that's so much more thought than i've ever put into it <laughs> this is exactly why your doctor hope <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> so well look if if you out there and you know the answer let me know because i'm really curious it's like uh there's people in the area who's uh, who has hit me up wanting to piss on them and i told them i'm open to doing it um but there's also some people in the area who's into scat play and i just told them no nah, not really i'm not really comfortable with doing that on any person um but i also engage with them to understand more about that too and that's that was a very interesting conversation like this person had a partner well, they weren't dating or anything, but they had a partner in the area who was fulfilling their need for scat play. And then that person moved. And I was like, damn, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I hate that happened to you because I, I hate when you have something good and that good leaves. Yeah, so, that's uh, shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> but like just having that conversation because um, he like I know a lot of people try to pathologize people um uh, for whatever kinks they have and just automatically just like oh that's weird kink shame them and all this other stuff but some people is not about any kind of tra uh, trauma that they've gone through it's just something that they enjoy like we yeah. don't judge people for their obsession with feet um so why should we uh like judge somebody just because they like to be shat on like let them be them if they find that sexy let them you know enjoy themselves if someone tried to shame me for what i'm into i'm like you vanilla bitch <laughs> 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 but then that's shaming the vanilla people um eye for an eye <laughs> i guess i guess i guess <laughs> there's nothing wrong with vanilla people look vanilla goes with everything somewhat but we, we love you we love you like 
the the spectrum of what people choose to do in their private homes is just so vast and beautiful and I know other people they're they're disgusted by it and whatnot but for me I'm just like as long as there's there's consent and no kind of manipulation going involved coercion or anything like that why why should I care I'm I'm happy that you're enjoying yourself I'm happy that you're finding pleasure in the things that you do like that's all we can ever hope for really right now there is something that I am intrigued by I'm not necessarily super shocked because of the conversations that we've had in the past but I'm just shocked that it's at zero uh, and that's your non-monogamous <laughs> like I would have thought that you would have scored at least like a 20 probably closer to 50 on the monogamy scale so you're full on I'm going to be with this person and I just want this person to fulfill all my sexual needs correct um in an ideal world world yes (laughs) I fucks with it so I don't really understand monogamy. I understand it in the concept and whatnot, but <laughs> a lot of things that happen when it comes, most definitely heterosexual people and their monogamous relationships, that shit just doesn't make sense to me. Like, what the hell? Are y'all okay? Heterosexual people, for real, I'm asking you sincerely, are you okay? Let me know. I, I'm concerned because y'all be sounding so very unhappy in the relationships that y'all are in. It's scary. If you need help, reach out. <laughs> but so um, that new texting number for mental health nine eight eight. Call that <laughs> if you really, really need some some um, true help. But like, what what does monogamy mean to you? Um, like, what do I see for myself? Mm-hmm. Um, just one person who I can go home to and. I don't know. I think part of it is the sub- the submissive part. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to let go. And so it's easier just to have the one person you trust completely mm. for all that. So do you see yourself um, in terms of, like, relationship roles? And I don't want to use gender roles because fuck those but in terms of <laughs> how you interact with the partner in the confounds of your relationship do you see yourself as being the person who's going to be out in the workforce or someone who's going to be out at home uh, tending to like the household duties or uh, even um, doing something part-time or someone who's just catering to their partner on a regular basis like what do you see yourself in terms of like your relationship role with a potential uh, partner well i always figured i'd be kind of like the uh stay at home one but i wouldn't necessarily not have a job mm-hmm. i would just do stuff i can do on my own like gig work or whatever mm. um so like i could when he goes to work i could go out for a few hours make some money and then still and then be able to come home whenever so i can like make dinner for him so it's ready when he gets home or something Oh, I like that. So what you're saying is that you're a suburban mom. I love it. I'm joking. <laughs> Look, I, I'm definitely a stay-at-home dad type because I don't like people. Um, <laughs> Amen. But I'm also the type that I do like to have my own, like, if I'm going to be in the workforce, I want something that's like sustainable income so that regardless of what's going on outside of my like home environment or even within myself and my partner or partners, I don't know where, where we're going to be in the future, but um, <laughs> we're happy. We're, we have a foundation that's not going to be easily broken. So that means oh, you want to go out to the movies? You're off work. I'm, I'm choosing not to be at work today. Let's go to the damn movies. Like, I I see myself as being that person who makes their own schedule uh, and is able to facilitate and um, provide for my family at the same time. 
Like, I think that's part of the reason why I'm so focused on going into therapy because a therapist does have that opportunity to make their own schedule. Most definitely if you have like a good bit of clients that they can rely on. And it's just like, hey, as long as the bills are paid, I'm doing what I need to do. And I'm happy because I'm I'm more of a minimalist anyway. So I'm not going to be out here like, oh, let me get this $200,000 house. Granted, that's what the, that's like the bare minimum these days. So right. let me change that to a $500,000 house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need all that. As long as I have enough rooms in my house that I have a space, my partner has a, a space, our partners. Again, I don't know where I'm going to be in this damn future. Future me, let me know. Like, toss a nickel this way to let me know what the fuck is going on in the future, okay? That's all I'm saying. Actually, toss thousands of dollars my way. I, help me help you. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost tempted to go to one of the places we have here that has the um, sheds for sale. Mm-hmm. Buy the biggest one and live in that. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't blame you. Like I've been looking at a lot of different <laughs> um living arrangements lately cuz I'm just like I'm I I do enjoy like where I live um cuz it is pretty quiet. Um I I like my living arrangements because I do have a, a way that I can compartmentalize my life in terms of I have my business side with the with this which is my office I have my bedroom and I have a living space which is my living room and the kitchen is not the way I want it to be but at, at the same time it gets the job done but like lately I've just been thinking about okay I can live in a trailer and be happy <laughs> um, as long as I have a space to myself. I'm comfortable. Uh, I'm not struggling to pay for the rent or anything like that. It's, uh, I guess, fancy, but not super fancy. Something that I can build up that I can really just say it is mine and uh, mine alone. I'm happy. Like, Renting is great, but my only issue is that uh, when it does come to renting, I don't want to make a place perfectly fit for me just to have to take it down uh, if I ever move. And because of the, you know, the price that I have to pay is out of my control, too. I don't know when it's going to be that moment that I actually leave. Mm-hmm. So like if it's your choice or if you have to do the finances. Exactly. So <clears throat> I would rather have a space because um, I saw like a nice little cute mobile home. I think it was a double wide. It was, looked really good on the inside. And um, with it, I was like, oh, this is one of those places that is rent to own. And it's not uh, super expensive. Um, the down payment was, it was like um, 3000 I was like, bitch, I don't got that. Um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but I was like, but the uh, place itself looked re- very good and it's affordable. And it's like, if I were to get something like this, I can literally build it the way I want to, meaning I could get my solar panels, uh, put down my roof. Uh, <laughs> I can um, start designing the inside the way, the way I want to because I'm not waiting 30 years to pay this off. I have this paid off in two years. I have this paid off in three years. At the most, five. It's like I have the ownership of this little space. It's not super huge. It's not taking up so much space uh, for other people. And I will feel happy here, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where my mind's been lately. Yeah, I've been considering what I want to do as far as living arrangements and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then... I also want to own a cabin because I want to do, I really do want to like have a space for nothing but whole shit to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Back where I'm from, if, if you go, if you go up into a certain part of the mountains Mm -hmm. and you, you can build a cabin without a permit, as long as the part that's on the ground is no bigger than like 10 by 20. So my friend, his dad and his aunt own cabins. They're right next to each other. Um, and 
they're both two stories because of the dimension restraints. They mm-hmm. did two stories so that they'd have plenty of room for a kitchen and dining area, a bathroom, and then upstairs is a big bedroom. Hmm, that sounds lovely. That's that's my, I think my ultimate goal, <laughs> like in terms of like living arrangement, is to like just have a cabin space because, of of course, again solar panels everywhere because I I, I know that you know you should have that wildlife preserve or you know that rough rough mentality like oh i could kill for my own food if i wanted to or if i needed to but look um i was born in 1993 <laughs> um i'm pampered we have electricity um we had um, <laughs> wonderful plumbing systems so um that's I'm not trying to lose all of that just to have the aesthetic of being the woodsman. I'm sorry, I'm not in a fairy tale. I'm not um, Jack in the damn beanstalk. I'm not the wolf from damn um, wherever that thing is with the red, little red riding hood. I'm not the fucking uh, j- uh, lumberjack in that either. I'm me. And this bitch likes electricity. <laughs> um, you mentioned plumbing. That's one thing better here than back in Washington. The hot water lasts forever here. Back home, like 25 minute shower and it's cold as shit. Oh my God. That's depressing. Yeah. I like long showers. So I was always in there until I got cold. So is this, <laughs> this is going to be, I, I'm sorry, I'm triggering some people. And this is definitely not an okay question to ask. I'm just doing it because you're on the podcast. So is this <laughs> the reason why some white people don't wash their legs? <laughs> Maybe I just had to do it. I just had to do it. <laughs> you only got 25 minutes in the shower. We need the hot water. That's three minutes hot. The rest of that bitch better be cold. <laughs> I don't care if you reach your legs, bitch. <laughs> and you know, it makes sense now. They, they you know. They had to wait for all the warm water to, you know, get to the bottom of their feet. And they're just like, you know what? I don't have enough warm water to get to these thighs. <laughs> we do everything difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We we love y'all. We do. We all love you all. Not all white people. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> but we do love white people. <laughs> oh god i know somebody's gonna listen to that part and just like did he really just ask that question yes yes in a safe space you ask the right questions people (laughs) vernon can ask me anything if i don't want to answer i won't (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh my gosh it would have been I don't I don't know why, but you know the Twitter arguments and the random shit that be coming up. And I'm just like, I don't understand why so many people be getting triggered by these things. It's not that I just expect white people to like be dirty or anything like that. Cause I don't, because I know a lot of clean white people. Like I know a lot. But when people just like, oh yeah, I only take a bath a month. And I'm like, y'all really think these people are serious? If they are, that's a question about, okay, are you depressed? But really, do you really think this person really only takes a shower once a month? Sometimes, probably. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The weird claim to make if it ain't true. (laughs) You know, that's a good good point. That is a really good point. Mm. Mm. But, like, every time, you know the running gag of uh, white people not using seasoning, which let's be real. It's kind of true. <laughs> true. But I'm like, the fact that some people still get surprised. I'm like, why are you surprised? We, we know. We know. We know. It's okay. Some don't. Just find the ones who are using seasoning. You don't have to make this video go viral. I don't give a damn. Like, I don't care that this, this dude's mom put some chicken in a pot with boiling water, absolutely not one inch of salt touched this damn pan, and then had some vegetables and put that on top of that too, and then said this is Thanksgiving dinner. I don't care. 
I'm sorry. I don't care. Show me the mother who went in there, got her some lorries, put that shit all over the turkey, and then got some yams, you know, peel those motherfuckers, warm those motherfuckers up, add a little bit of brown sugar up in that bitch, some cinnamon, some whatever, some butter, because look, you might as well add some butter, a little bit of pinch of salt, all this shit, and just mixing that shit up, and then gets back to that turkey, be like, oh, let me put some garlic salt up in there, oh, let me put some onion powder up in there, oh, let me go ahead and put some Auntie Dash up in that motherfucker, oh, you know, these people, just send me those videos, so I could be like, oh, I want that shit, that turkey <laughs> wants to be ate, like, just Put your attention to the things that actually matter. This motherfucker who cannot cook does not matter. Love it for them. They need to learn how to cook. But this person over here that can, let me see that content. Let, just be upset that you're not cooking that good, okay? Don't shame this other person for not knowing how to fucking cook. She wasn't raised right. If you don't use seasoning on your food, take a cooking class. <laughs> that because just, I was about to say just one, just one, <laughs> just one, just one little class. Because I literally was about to say you was not raised right, but I'm like I cannot be saying that on these airways. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> oh God, that's like when people. There was this video. This man was like. Um, leave Britney alone. <laughs> oh, I was <laughs> but I think I think what was going on is that somebody was complaining about um, you know, whooping your kids and all this other stuff. And look, I I do believe you should not abuse kids, but you can't spank a child. Yeah, <laughs> there's a difference between abuse and spanking somebody. And a lot of people, they just go to the extreme, like, oh, if you hit your child, you're abusing them. No, you, you, there's a process to the point where you get that hand out or that belt out. And as long you, as you're not mad when you do it, you should be fine. Exactly. <laughs> You've gone through multiple scenarios of saying, do not do that. Or you know that's not okay. You know I don't like you doing that. That is misbehaving. You've gone through all the conversations. And then you get to a point where this little motherfucker is just like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And yes, with the phlegm too. All the phlegm. And you're just like, oh, you're going to do what the fuck you're going to do. Okay. <laughs> I'll show you what the fuck is. And then they fucked around with those fucked arounds and got, you know, fucked up. And it's okay. It is okay. Again, this is not advocating abusing a child. That's completely different. But proper discipline is okay. So, <clears throat> white people. <laughs> I say this out of love. <laughs> you want another reason why we got a Trump? You want another reason why we continue to have these little people in these offices who just have a temper tantrum? These young men, and this is across the board. Black men, white men, Asian men, men, some uh, masculine presenting non-binary people. You want to know why we have this issue of toxic masculinity? Because nobody tore that ass up when they need to get that ass torn up. They were coddled. They were like, oh, no, boys will be boys. <laughs> right. They were like, oh, it's okay. He'll grow out of it. No, 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 no. Did he grow out of it? No, because he's 38 years old, still having a temper tantrum like he's two years old. You better reach back in your old age of 68 or whatever the fuck you are and go to your 32-year-old child. Okay, hold up. That's 30. Whatever age your child is and tear that motherfucking ass up. Like, this is for when you was two years old and I told your ass not to do this and you decided to do it. And this, look, it's going to hurt me a lot more than it's going to hurt you. Remember, parents, when that kid turns 18, it's no longer child abuse. Is no longer child abuse. <laughs> they fucked around with those fuck arounds and came out just the a night in jail. Look, just a night in jail. Just a night in jail. Just, look, it'd be okay. Be that ass. Because I'm tired of seeing these grown ass adults out here doing this stupid ass shit because their parents did not catch that when it was two. 
That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you better reach into your your your, your soul, your gantra. Oh, that's not even the damn word, but that's the word today. <laughs> and beat that ass. Because that's your child that you raise. And if you're going to continue to coddle them, I need your parents to come from the grave to beat your ass. Again, this is not advocating any type, type of violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only advocating proper child rearing. And that will always be your child. Because what? They came out of your nutsack, you adopted that one, or you gave birth to that one. Take care of your own business. That's all I'm saying. My brother likes to say he worked hard on his kids. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm just I'm just really tired of it because it's some really fucked up people out here. And it, it's not our job to get these people right. Like, I'm tired of telling grown ass people they need to go to therapy um, because they're getting upset over the simplest thing. Like, <laughs> it's a small inconvenience and you're cussing somebody out. Why? Right. Whoever your parent is, need to come up into this spot. If they passed away, they better come out this damn grave and beat your ass. Yeah, and now in public. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I I do apologize. Y'all are just gonna be like, oh my gosh, Vernon is extremely violent. Blah 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 blah. I was a pacifist for like since age four, and then I um, learned in 2021. Sometimes you do have to choose violence, and that's when I no longer was a pacifist. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> <laughs> That's a good story you need to tell me off camera. <laughs> oh no, no, it, it, it's the the simplest way of putting the lesson that I learned that day is January sixth. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> ah, because <laughs> I was like, look, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. I don't know how crazy these white people are gonna be today, but a motherfucker pops up in my house. A motherfucker's not walking out. I know I'm going to be all right. I, I honestly wonder if I'm related to anyone who was there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you should figure that out. I would love to have them on the podcast. Like, so, how are you doing today? Look, I'm not an advocate for any kind of prison rape because I'm really not. Um, are you willing to go on record to say that you're against rape in prisons? So, are you going to help advocating against that happening? <laughs> You're not. So what if it happens to you? <laughs> like, are you going to jail? How many? How much time do you have coming your way? Again, how was it on January 6th? Are you the one that shat on the table? Inquiring Minds wants to know. Anyways, <clears throat> are you into scat play? <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Since you will be in jail, how do you feel about bondage? Oh, are chains okay? <laughs> Let me stop. Oh, God. Okay. <clears throat> Let's do uh, Never Have I Ever. Probably one or two and then we'll close things out and again everybody i do apologize i was a little bit toxic this episode but it was fun <laughs> <laughs> we, we both laughing <laughs> <laughs> so if i offended you i do apologize not well, I don't. I, no i didn't i know i didn't <laughs> talk to the audience <laughs> to the audience if i offended you in any way i do apologize but i also ask why are you offended Right. <laughs> so never have i ever shaved someone else's pubic area i have not me neither is that something that you would do mr sub um i guess because it was someone i was with there's no hmm. reason not to so because you know these are the inquiring minds and uh, also the inquiring eyes because i love that emoji <laughs> so when it comes to shaving, do you use uh, a razor or like clippers? Which one? Um, well, I use clippers when I shave my face. Um, but in the past, when I shaved my area, <laughs> mm -hmm. I've used a uh, regular razor. You know, I I use clippers once down there, and I clipped myself and ever since then I was like I will not do this again <clears throat> I have used a razor before 
and it just didn't do the the job that I wanted. Um, not that I forgot anything. It just didn't feel right afterwards. Um, and then I started to use Nair. I will say I do like the use of Nair, but the hair really does grow back thicker. So now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not even going to work on in, doing anything down there anymore. It's just... <laughs> it, is what it, is. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm the I'm a hairy beast and I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. When it grows back, <laughs> it's uncomfortable for a while. Exactly. <laughs> so never have I ever given a partner a hall pass, um, so temporary permission to sleep with someone else. I have not done that either. I'm not surprised, seeing that you had a zero percent for non-monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I have, I well, I'm a poly person already, so it's not a temporary pass for me. It's an ongoing um, situation, so long as we have the conversation. But that same person cheated, so it didn't really even like. Yeah, but like I, I do believe that when it does come to like a committed relationship and whatnot, um, having those kind of conversations, um, like oh well, you know, if you are looking to step out and explore this other person, I'm cool with it. Uh, if you tend to, because I'm not, I'm not really of the jealous type. So uh, I'm not going to fight for any person that doesn't want to be with me. <laughs> so it's like, if you feel as though, oh, this person fits you better, then, you know, enjoy that. Hopefully I find somebody else. If I don't, it'll just be me in these streets. And I hope I do find somebody else because these streets are trash. Oh, my God. The, the streets <laughs> went to hell, came back, and then went to double hell. And I don't know exactly what double hell looks like but it's here and i don't like it if it was important to my partner i would i wouldn't necessarily like it mm -hmm. but i would give them like an open pass to one person as long as emotions don't become a factor Ooh, that's that's reasonable i think that's a a, a nice little um, I guess compromise. I don't yeah. like compromise really. <laughs> I really don't like compromise. I, I think that's more or less what it would be, though. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, I, but I get that. I, I definitely get that. I know, like, um, whatever relationship I'm in, um, they should know that there's a couple people. If they do, and if we just happen to be in the same room, and they're just like, hey. I like you and I want to fuck. I'm not saying no. And they should already know that it's just going to happen. It's not, it's for the sex. And that's just some people that's like celebrity crushes. That's all. Like, you don't so just. One of these people, that. Matthew McConaughey? Ew, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can have that. <laughs> it is <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> fuck a <him>, Matthew. <laughs> That was a very quick response. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly older Johnny Depp, but um, <laughs> meaning when he was a little bit younger, like, oh my God, Edward, Edward Scissor's hand, scissor hands, Johnny Depp could definitely get it. Just don't scratch my back, but we good. Like, <laughs> what the fuck up, Edward? How are you doing? But uh, <laughs> Matthew, hell no. Um, <laughs> again, if you were offended by this, <laughs> I am not. I am not apologizing. Right? Imagine how the Karens of the world feel. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All the Brandons in the chat. <laughs> Like it's okay. Look, we all have our own people. It's just not a Matthew. <laughs> my my brother's name is Brandon, and he, when he plays video games, and when they like go on a mission, they're like, "Let's go, Brandon." <laughs> oh, poor dude. <laughs> oh God. Who? Okay, so. Is there any last words that's not about Homer damn Simpson that you like to share? Yeah, yeah, this is this is a life hack. Ooh, we love life. Life hats. is like a dick. 
when it gets oh hard. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I, I know I interrupted that. He said life is like a dick. When it gets hard, fuck it. That is actually, a, I would say that's a solid, for this entire episode, <laughs> that sums up everything. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> what did we talk about this damn episode? We started off with BDSM, then we started talking about racist people, then we started talking about the whites, the white Medea, people. right? Talked about Medea <laughs> cosplaying as Tyler Perry to get some dick. Uh, <laughs> y'all learned that Vernon will definitely be um, t- tearing that ass up with it when it comes to child rearing, but we have conversations first. Positive reinforcement. Look, positive conversations, proper child rearing. Look, if you're not, take care of your own house before you jump into other people's houses. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) But on that note, I I enjoyed this conversation. So thank you so much, Lucas. You're greatly, I I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Love you too. So to the listeners out there, thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Loki podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful, you are worthy of happiness and joy, you are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.